0: good day everybody (laughs) this is happening i'm doing this voice i don't know why welcome to is it wet the podcast where i didn't come up with a joke um no the pod the the podcast the podcast (laughs) the podcast okay i i should have came up with a joke (laughs) (laughs) i have watched this and i've read the wikipedia page and that's good watched (laughs) as much as one can watch this um like 45 minutes too long (laughs) oh i it i it was a breeze i enjoyed it so much i liked it too i loved it so much i don't i couldn't tell you a thing about it (laughs) um all right welcome to is it what the podcast the only podcast where like uh the only podcast with an inexplicable judy dench narration i'm sophie i'm caitlin and today obviously you know because i name dropped judy dench we're doing one of her big what one of her big big films (laughs) we are doing so excited the 2004 science fiction action film the chronicles of riddick Vin yes. Diesel is Richard B. Riddick. Yo, okay, <laughs> how were we supposed to know that? Why? Because w- obviously you looked it up, just like I, I looked, looked it up, it up. And I lost my I was shit. On, I was on the Riddick Wikipedia <laughs> for everything, because this movie, there's a lot of lore that I respect <laughs> them for not explaining it, but yeah, Richard B. Riddick. Uh, Richard B. Dick, Riddick. Dick R- Riddick, as he likes <laughs> to be called. Yeah. <laughs> Dick Riddick. Uh Dick Riddick. Judy Dench as a wind uh a wind lady. I uh, love yeah. that for her. Yeah, she's an like an air spirit. Yeah, so good. I saw her, was like, what horse did she have in this race? <laughs> like <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll talk about how however that happened. <laughs> oh um, yeah. I don't know. I think Vin Diesel doesn't does he not uh he, he I think he charms older ladies didn't he get Helen Mirren involved in the Fast and Furious he did I think he like I, I think he has something for um knighted <laughs> like uh British uh venerated actresses are like I'm so sick of just having to listen to Kenneth Brono shit I just <laughs> just would love to I would love to talk to just an absolute himbo an absolute <laughs> just Ah, nothing just going on muscle, his head. Just a muscle dummy. Just a muscle dummy. And I'd love to just understand how his his whole thing works. Yes. And I want him to put me in his car and just go. Yep. And I respect that so much. I do too. Um, I do too. It's a great, it's always a great pairing. It, it, it works. Lifetime. time <laughs> it's it's just uh di- dirty dancing with and i would say an age gap there's probably an age gap in dirty dancing too but oh yeah i uh, think there is yeah yeah we don't need to get into canceling dirty dancing i'm good oh no um, there i it's it's um it, there is an age gap but it's reasonable um, okay okay yeah. I, I think um the, i was gonna say there's an age gap between like Vin diesel and helen mirren <laughs> but he's He's also older, so... Yeah. Yeah. We're just not used to seeing it go the other way. We're used to, like, a young, uh, younger woman stealing being a jewel thief with, uh, with someone Vin Diesel's age. Um, anyway, um... (laughs) 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 We're, what? Oh, uh, just... Yeah, man. This oh, movie yeah. is so good. It's I know. So it's good. so good. It. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to talk about how we came to choose it and all of the the journey the I journey personally we on. went on discovering. The- we'll get to it. We'll uh, get to it. Uh, but yeah, Sophie, what what was the wet highlight of your week this week? Anything exciting? Yeah, there's some things that we... Uh... Oh, I feel like I've binged a couple shows. What, what did I binge? The Real Housewives of New Jersey Season 11, like me? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I gotta start. I always... If a show makes it to Season 11, I make sure to watch Season 11, even if I haven't seen any of the other seasons. What do you mean? You? I watched... I showed you... The fa- everyone's favorite moment. Um, I showed you and Jesse uh, the Teresa uh, Judice table flip. Um, there has to be something oh, up. Why was you arrested. You're prostitution whore. You are f***ing gay. and she does the prostitution whore and flips the table i you saw that i did see that <laughs> is that basically like seeing 10 seasons of something oh yeah uh, okay. that's representative of the whole series it's, yeah it's like a pill that you take to 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 digest a whole meal um but yes, in, very in that much so. form um oh i hmm, wet things Besides the Chronicles of Riddick, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if you mentioned something that you were watching. I was watching things oh. that they, they were pretty dry. I don't know if you want to plug Yellow Jackets, if that oh, was wet Oh, yeah, at all. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. I would love to talk about this. Uh, and usually when you talk about a show... On the pod, I binge the entire thing the week <gasps> so this after. This is a good way. <laughs> okay, great. So, um, Mrs- Ms. Miss Marple is a show that's been on for a while with Angela Angela Lansbury. No, yeah. I'm not going to be. Make- I think you'd like it, but I don't think I. I should it. watch it. That's a good one for when I'm cross stitching. Yes, yeah, that or that are I'm more of a Poirot girl, because um, David Su- Suchet is. Uh, she's just he. You know, he makes everybody horny. Um, that was a very Freudian choice. It's not just me. <laughs> Everybody's horny for Poirot. Um, yeah, I've been watching the wonderful... Wait, do you know who's horny for Poirot? Kenneth Branagh. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I, I, I believe it. Yeah, because he, he, he played Poirot him. in two of the movies. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not my Poirot. Hashtag not my Poirot. No, um, stay, you just stay with Dame Judi Dench yeah th- david su su, su- Suchet, Suchet however you say it gang forever mm-hmm. um yeah I watched the beautiful wonderful lifetime <laughs> no, it's on showtime oh this is getting i think I'm tired, okay, I watched the wonderful showtime series yellow jackets and um, it's still coming out there's still three more episodes yet to air. It is wild. It is. I heard someone on Twitter describe it as "lost" for Swifties, and it's true. It really—it's got a little bit of "lost" in it. It's got a little bit of um, "sure the thing" going on. It's got a little Ooh. bit of the the revenant. Um, it's yeah. It's about a group of girls who play soccer, high school soccer team in the '90s that get uh in a plane crash in the canadian wilderness and they have to survive and the show uh flip flops from the girls that survived their lives in 2021 and then we go back and see how they were doing in the 90s so you kind of know already who survived yeah um or or at least like I think I do I think there's there's a lot, but there's a lot of mysteries going on it's like how much is there supernatural stuff going on it's not clear um but it's very fun um it's very wet there's a lot of body horror there's a lot of like you know survive, surviving out in the wilderness all the like and being a girl also then mm-hmm. that that's sort of a you know a goopy experience um i bet they do uh do they explore those those things in particular like what oh yeah what being yeah. A, a young woman out in the wilderness What? yeah oh yeah yeah there's there's a whole episode about what happens when they all get their period yeah nice and it's no, it's it's a fun mystery. Melanie Linsky's in it. Um, Ugh, it's great. Love her, love her so much. Of of Ever After Fame, um, a little Christina Ricci is is in it. I think um that's right. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely check it out. I have no idea where it's going. Um, but it's been it's been super solid. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like if if. Bless his soul. If Ryan Murphy had an attention span, that's <laughs> this is the show, He and, and like more sensitivity around issues, um, yeah. this this would be like an American Horror Story. Um, again, I don't have an attention span. I, you don't want to know what my American Horror Story season would be about. No, but you're not out there making it and, and you know, forcing it on everyone every season, <laughs> season after season. And I, hey, again i watch every season so you know <laughs> but uh but they, they, it isn't too much to ask for for some for not just not trauma porn all the time yeah um yeah well i've i've heard that yellow jackets is fundamentally about trauma so but, uh, but i would can ask, be about trauma and not be trauma, trauma porn. porn yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Kaelin, what about you? What was your wet moment of the week? I think it ties in really well to what you were just talking about with you know the 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 kind of. Visuals that you get when you're watching something with people who are like trapped on a in a deserted place on a mm-hmm. deserted island, where you just get like filthy and ragged and um and just yeah, just the just a layer of filth on you all the time. Um, it's just you know yucky rainwater is just sticking mm-hmm. to you, and you don't get to wash it off. Um, so you were y- in New Jersey. I again, yeah, it was. I went to New Jersey after uh, after I watched The Real Housewives. You were like, I gotta (laughs) go. Oh, gotta go back to the motherland. Um, I do have family that live like where the Real Housewives live, and so like Mm -hmm. when I watch it, it is freaky. They'll I'll be like, well, I know that hospital or whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever they're doing. Um, but no, this was um, you you probably saw this. This was a um, I think it started on Twitter. Because uh, it Yeah it looks It looks like a tweet And then it uh, Went viral uh, On Twitter And also on Reddit It was a post Where someone said I'd like to propose A new term That's like the opposite Of cleans up well And I'm calling it Grimes up good Ooh uh, The yeah. epitome Of this concept This person argues And, and I agree with it um, The epitome Of this concept Is Henry Cavill uh, Who has yes. all the Sexuality of A lawful good Water biscuit In a suit <laughs> But could Turn a nation if you grease him up a little, exactly. Um, and well, I agree, because, and Rivia. yes, mm. yeah, yeah. And and then another another one that comes up over and over, which is my go to for this, is Vigo Mortensen. Yes, yeah. I I don't care super much. Uh, I, don't, I don't care about Vigo Mortensen um, looks wise normally, but when you grime him up and get, put long greasy hair on him, oh, and and stubble, yeah. I'm going to say something controversial. As much as I love Legolas, I think Orlando Bloom fits there. I don't think I thought he was hot until Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, He falls into that. I think, um, honestly, I feel like the entire cast of Pirates of the Caribbean, because I would say the same about, um, what's her name? Keira Knightley? Keira Knightley. Okay. I think that about Keir Knightley. That not that she's not pretty okay, when she's but just when plain. she like starts dressing like a pirate. Yeah, yeah. She is when pretty she gets in hot. a pirate, yeah. it's like whoa. Um, yeah, and and also um, I don't know. I I Johnny Depp's hot. Not as not as Jack Sparrow too. I guess. Um, huh. Yeah, I like him. I I find him like exponentially hotter as Jack Sparrow. What um, about as Willy Wonka? <laughs> so <laughs> hmm, yeah, that's pretty that because that's clean right he's very yeah clean yeah but that's that so one would be a weird and odd be, choice yeah yeah no don't like that one uh. um no that one he's grimier in real life yeah uh oh yeah but uh we didn't because i think i watched it maybe in an off week but did you see the second season of the witcher Yeah. I've seen a, a little bit of it. Yeah. Not I'm not too far. It's much better than season 1. And season 1 is something I I can't stop thinking about. Yeah. Uh or, or, and season 2 now. I I don't it's a show. I don't know if I like it. I don't think it's that good, but I love it and I'm going to be thinking about it for the rest of my life. And it's made me want to keep trying to play. I'm like very lucky that that um, I have a switch and that in the past, I've been able to afford expensive video games, but I have not been able to to finish The Witcher Three because I don't like open world games. Because people yeah. are like, "Go do, go fetch something." I'm like, "Why?" Like, I don't, I don't know you, and i have I have a job. I have to do jobs. Yeah, my problem with open world is like. No, that's how life is, dude. I, and and I again, as people who struggle with executive function, like it's no, no, give me just get let put put me on a path. Yes. Um, but I I so I do I have been playing that more like fifteen minutes at a time because that's usually my tolerance. As soon as someone's like, you got to go to a second location, I'm like, no. Is that unless the second location is their vagina? Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. If if because i mean canonically he's a little slutty so i've yeah. got to honor that and like and yeah. go for it um so chronicles of riddick so yeah the chron- so okay someone else who fits grimes up good is vin diesel obviously and he chronicles was hot in this movie he was yeah he was real and, I mean- hot Part of it is like he's really young, so and he's like so earnest about it, you right. can tell. Not that he isn't still I think he fucking owns every project yeah, he does. Yes. I think he's um, great. Yeah. But he you can tell he's like, I I am Riddick. I and you know what he is? He's Richard B. He's, <laughs> he's Dick B- Riddick. Riddick. He's Dick Riddick. <laughs> what do you think? Um what does the B stand for? The same thing that salacious B. Crumb stands for? Audacious. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, well, those rules, it's, it's got to be Riddick Biddick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Richard Biddick Riddick. Or <laughs> yeah. Richard Bichard Riddick. <laughs> yeah, Richard Bichard Riddick. They're Dick Bick R- Riddick dick pick riddick that has to be what it is yeah and then he's like okay that's a mouthful i gotta just be the I'll just go by riddick and then all throughout this movie they call they're like get the riddick get the riddick and i'm like that's his last name you don't why are you calling him the riddick did you catch it's, that y- yeah i don't know if the riddick is like a thing so okay so this movie has lore uh, it's also this a sequel which yeah okay so you both, told me yeah. after i'd started w- watching it yeah we'll start with our relationship to this movie yes which is yes not me, <laughs> none <laughs> whatsoever neither of us but i keep i kept pitching this movie yes um it was like one of the first ones i put on our I list i'm so too. glad because it's so good <laughs> and it's because my brother has always been like you would really like The Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows me. I agree. <laughs> yeah. And so I knew I had to watch this and I kept pitching it and then um and we'd be like, "Oh, I don't so like other stuff. We've just like I think we've never had less of a relationship to a movie yeah. than than this one. So much so that I got 15 minutes in and decided to look up the Wikipedia because I was like, I am really confused. Mm -hmm. Should I be this confused? I know it's like a very intricate world they're building, but like, should I be? And discovered to my shock that it's the second movie in a trilogy. It's the sequel to Pitch Black, which is Which I've uh, never heard of. Yeah, which is I think more well received more well received than this what? one. What? Really? I've only heard of this one. Yeah, because I think this was like a bigger budget. Oh, thing. okay. So Pitch okay. Black is like I think his origin on I think he's on like I think a world or he grew up in a a world like in a in a dark World or he's a prisoner on like a Dark planet mm-hmm. with no light and That's why he has like those eyes I think That's it um, yeah I think He's genetically enhanced In other ways too he's like Gamora that's, Yeah um, and one Of those g- enhancements Is um is The night vision thing so You find out that he <laughs> Comes from his Uh race or species Is he's a furion Yeah <laughs> I was like, God damn it. He's <laughs> and he's fast. So he's the fast <laughs> Furian in <laughs> this Furian. Uh, it makes you wonder if, if Vin Diesel named it. <laughs> I think you he know, he must have. Yeah. Um because the fir- yeah, the first one came out the same year. Oh, it came out the same year that The Fast and Furious came out. Um So he was like, Alright, I'm gonna be in only movies where I'm where I i'm either fast or furious <laughs> yes yeah i love it and i and i was like should i stop us now and like should we watch pitch black instead no, no i no. i agreed i i'm so glad we decided to do this one and i read the entire summary for pitch black and it honestly didn't seem as that shit crazy yes yeah month. yeah oh I didn't and I was a I didn't the less context I have the better is how <laughs> I've always felt yeah. um just bring me along I think that's why I'm able to tolerate the witcher because I'm just like I don't need to know the lore I don't need to know a thing don't yeah if I'm interested enough, if the lore grabs me, I'll look it up. But if not, I can still enjoy it. I don't need to know all of the houses and their their um, their house mottos. Because when I do learn them, then season eight of Game of Thrones happens. So yeah, sometimes exactly. it's better if I just go along for the ride. Um, so when you say the lore for this, are these based on anything? Like a book I or a video game? I don't think so. No. I think these are a holy original world that uh so i couldn't get a lot of information about from wikipedia about how this was made but mm. uh kevin mm. kevin there's no kevin kevin's involved i don't know that was just uh
1: just da- david
0: to like- tu- david toey i don't know if i'm saying his name correctly um he wrote the fugitive he wrote Water Worlds." Oh he wrote G.I. Jane. Uh, he wrote and directed The Chronicles of, of Riddick and Pitch Black. Um, hey, that, make, that makes sense, honestly. Because <laughs> it's like, it's the, it's the same sort of, uh, like, it feels like this epic scale world uh-huh. building that's just really vague and not yeah. specific at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah, That that water world was, and it, it feels the same way with this. With like, well, it's the underverse and the necromongers, and we won't go into what <laughs> any of don't those are. Don't worry about it. The action <laughs> is more important. And I'm like, yeah. great, great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, an absolute legend. Uh, so people just are really there's like a a large um cult fan base that has fleshed out the the story more. I don't know. I don't know. There. There's a riddick a riddick wiki <laughs> a riddick wiki for it's a, dick big riddick uh, yep the dick wikipedia for wiki. dick <laughs> um there might be an avid fan base because there's also a movie released in 2013 just called riddick which i'm definitely gonna watch yeah. um so they even though this was considered like a commercial failure because it it broke even Oh, okay. uh, yeah. this they looks were like, like "Let's it make another a lot, one. lot of money." <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought it looked great. I was yeah. like, I the CGI to me looked amazing. I thought yeah. there, I thought it was beautiful. I don't know if they like. I was like, did they remaster it? I feel like for 2004, this looks really, really good. Um, it still kind of looked like Sci-Fi Channel some of the sets, but like I yeah. was like, it looks good. I don't know. I also, you know, just. Oh, I like I like any old slop these days. So I was going (laughs) to like this movie no matter what. (laughs) It's easy to impress me with a movie like this. Yeah, it's um, with just a big old himbo just running around and smack and stuff what i was surprised by is there's no love story in this and there wasn't no love story either no love story no characters with like discernible personalities even like yeah dick big riddick big (laughs) big dick riddick (laughs) do you think he's a big dick richie is a descendant i i think (laughs) <laughs> big dick richie's definitely a furian yeah. um but so big dick riddick he like he's just good at stuff and he's yeah. just like cool badass which is okay because like that's what james bond is like he, james yes. bond doesn't have a personality um he's just like smooth and i think that's what this character is he, he's like henry cavill yeah in real life <laughs> Just kidding! I'm sure <laughs> he's, he's Henry Cavill is a huge nerd. Yeah, so he's, he's just, very sweet. Yeah, I he think just, he's. I think he's nice. I think he just wants to play World of Warcraft and he does. and make millions of dollars. And we should leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should. We should just let him. Just gr- put a camera on him when he's all grimed up, and and leave him alone every other yeah. day. Um, have you seen the Tudors? He's pretty grimy in that. Oh, he, um, I haven't seen that, but my mom used to love it, and and it was Henry Cavill that she really Henry liked. Henry Cavill, Wow, yeah. I never really thought about that. Yeah, that show. Um, yeah, that shows. It was like a, a, a sexy, sexy show. Yeah, it was a sexy show uh, to watch when I was like 13. All right, so this movie begins with a Judy Dench lord of the rings cape Blanchett monologue oh my god i said this opening is trying so hard to it's so obvious it's trying to be lord of the rings so obvious it was really obvious and i don't they were she was just kind of like listen there's a this world there's she i don't know what she says even and then we're brought to an ice planet where (laughs) vin diesel with long hair is just like running no context just running um, and some some like bounty hunters are after him, mm-hmm. and yeah, he's got this this long flowing hair. They pick him up, and he's like, uh, "You think you're you're locked? I'm locked in here with you. You're locked <laughs> in here with me." And he's like, "You made uh, like three <laughs> mistakes. First, <laughs> you took the job. It was like Dom Toretto. Yeah. First, he first goes- you took the job. <laughs> yeah. Second, you came light." The worst mistake you made, empty gun rack. I- <laughs> this is great, but you missed it in the middle. He goes, "A four-man crew for me? Fucking insulting!" <laughs> <laughs> Just the way- <laughs> fucking insulting. And then he defeats the. He, uh, it was insulting. He they yeah. should have brought more men. Um, so he easily dispatches the, um. The bounty hunters that are, that have come and then immediately like plugs himself into a chair and just starts shooting g- like goo into into him and they show you that there's red tubes and blue tubes mm-hmm. and then what goes into him is like this like light purple milky stuff. Yeah, Um, that then presumably because he like lays back um, and he says he's going to go see somebody who's far away. And then you see the ship kind of go off. That puts him into hypersleep. Okay, he calls it hypersleep. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh, He also like they're like, oh, we played one point. You're going to play 1.5 for you. And I I was like, 1.5 what? Don't worry about it. Uh, they don't even say units. They just don't say, say the currency. <laughs> they he's like, what slam pays one point five for a convict? So he doesn't know understand like why they they want him so bad. Yeah, uh, and I don't ever know that. Um, and then is that when we go to Helium Prime, which is like a that's we go to Helium Prime next. In between is this weird scene where you get introduced to. Um, the girl. What's her name? K- Kira. Is it Kira? Kira. Yeah. Yeah. You're introduced to Kira. Um, in a in a prison, and it shows you that it's the Ignion system crematoria. Crematoria. I'm <laughs> obsessed with it as a concept. It is as a concept. I think it would make it would be what finally defeats. Uh. Neil deGrasse Tyson which yeah. if we yeah we'll make him watch this and then he'll, he'll, he'll shut up about other things being inaccurate exactly. Um we will get to crematoria because yeah, we'll I will get to crematoria. I love it. I love it. Um, I just love that title card. They go. <laughs> it's just ig- you've gotten so much shit thrown at you it, yes. so far, and then just igneon system they're, crematoria. They're, and crematoria and crematoria wrote- <laughs> underverse necromongers <laughs> yeah, necromongers. Spurious. I love. I love it. Um, and they just yeah. So the in this weird scene, they just start like peer They just start poking this this cage with someone in it with a spear. Um and then he goes to, he gets to Helion Prime and he goes yeah. they say most of your brain shuts down in cryo sleep all but the primitive side the animal side um so yeah he i don't know why he oh because Did while these different side- versions of this cuz there are different versions there's like a theatrical cut and then there's a director's cut so i i don't think i saw that scene Mine said unrated version. Okay, so I think you saw a different version than me, oh. which is exciting. No, I think this is a good thing, because you'll have some information. It's Cause it, it cut like straight to to Helium Prime. Oh, okay. You didn't yeah. hear him. Okay, so I did read that okay, so I just assumed we both watched the same one. But um so he when he says uh they all your brain shuts down, all but the primitive side, the animal side, he I think that means like he has a vision, his mm-hmm. first vision when he is in cryosleep. And that's, the, yeah, he, she basically, it's that woman that he keeps seeing from, it's another Furian who says like, I don't know what she says, but that's when he gets the, the vision first. My version, he didn't have any vision. None? You don't even know who this lady is who Ooh! I'm talking about? <laughs> no, what the lady, I know, I know Kira <laughs> slash Jack. And <laughs> yes, there's there's multiple Dandy ladies New- and Tandy Newton and Tandaway Newton. Yeah. So it's not them. It's not either of them. It's there's this third lady that's in it. And she is a Furian and she keeps coming to him and like saying that there's this prophecy where he she's like, I know what you did. I know who you are. I know. And she keeps saying, like, all the boys dead. De- all the Furian boys dead she keeps like saying these things that eventually you learn no. there was this prophecy that um I did I do know about the prophecy that but yeah. all they're they're like is that a Furian is going to be the one to to get rid of the, the necromongers yeah this is so funny I <laughs> so I saw I saw I think I saw the theatrical cut where they're just like nope nope there the, was get- <laughs> only one available on YouTube for me I rented it on Apple something else. TV. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, that this will be interesting then. Yeah. So I think that lady is definitely wet because she's she's like a critical. I considered a critical wet part of this um, of this movie uh, right. because look her up if you can. What does she look like? What's her, how oh, I yeah. gonna look her up? Let me see what her character is. <laughs> because uh, the visuals are like. Um, very uh, queen of the damned for okay. her. Uh, she looks like her a little, and then she also she's standing in that like she's surrounded by this like black gooey liquid, like the necromongers use to talk to each other, right, which I love. Oh, uh, so very good. definitely critically wet moment. What if we did Chronicles of Riddick and Chronicles of Narnia and tried to <laughs> argue that <laughs> they're somehow part of the they're, same? They're the, within the same book. Okay. Um so she would be Oh, okay. So there are two people. I think she must be so it says uh the rest of the cast is only in the director's cut, so it's ah. probably her. Yeah, her name's Kristen Lehman. She's just a random actress, but um her character is named Shira. Oh, okay. All right. Um yeah, no, she was not in my version. <laughs> She shows up a bunch. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I can see how they cut all of it out, though, because she really just she's never in the same place as any of them. She's only in these visions that he has. Yeah. OK. Um. So, yeah. So we're at. So in my version, we're on Helium Prime. You go to Helium Prime Keith where, David. Um, where Keith David is. And Keith David's, I think one of the only I think he's the only character besides Riddick that was in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um otherwise you don't need to ha- oh um no the character of kira um mm-hmm. is is in it she's she was a young child in the first one okay. and she plays a character named jack um who everyone like thought was a boy for most of the movie and then they reveal at the end that um it's just like a girl who shaved her head yeah um and went by jack to survive yeah so what's interesting so yeah the that there is a lot of like influence of islam in in this in this like i think Definitely. that a keith david's character is just called imam which yeah. is okay the, to get the point across yeah that's um so also i was just name, like all right so this is very uh d- i was like this is andrew lloyd weber's dune um <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's a lot of dune influence um but there is a lot of like a, there's a lot going on um yeah so he's you know hanging out and again we don't know who these people are from the first movie so we're just like i don't understand why i care um and basically um people are like mad at him just generally and he's like trying to well so the thing was after the events of the first movie keith david like gate uh like, told someone, told the bounty hunters where Vin Diesel was going. Oh, okay. Um, and so, Vin Diesel shows up to be like, why did you betray me? And Keith okay. David is like, well, look, I have a family now. They threatened yeah. my family. Mm-hmm. Um, And while they're there, they, they start hearing, like, rumors about these, like, this comet that will show up. Mm-hmm. And um, the comet brings with it this, uh, like... How long was your movie? Because <laughs> mine was exactly two hours. <laughs> mine was like two hours and twenty minutes. Okay, I think. okay. So, so you it, you got the comment. You got Shira. You got. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, like this this group of people, this um the the these aliens show up with a bunch I, of ships, and I and love them. I love the necromongers. I love their aesthetic. They're they have like a big big huge ship. And then they also have like a tiny version of it that they'll like wear on their heads or something. Yes. Where it's like three faces. I love it. And it's great. It's like um Zardoz, Mm uh, which I won't watch. (laughs) No, I've (laughs) I've tried to watch it. It's a lot like this, honestly. But it's like it's it's uh it's that Sean Connery movie. The visuals are very similar. Also like Ragnarok um, yes yeah. so that yeah. their armor they kind of have armor that's very it's very it's very Uh, 2020 2021 it's <laughs> why am I saying it that way Um. also very kind of like elf armor from Lord yeah. of the Rings Ooh, yes. that going on so they're basically they're a big colonizing people the Necromongers yes um, great name if you're going to be like a fearsome colonizing space, space yeah. race. Um a and props for underverse, like I don't hear that all that often. They're like, oh, I'll take you to hell. Like we hear that all the time. They're like, come well, to the underworld. This no, is the underworld. So the well- underverse is is a um I looked this up because I was like, I'm obsessed. <laughs> um it's it's a constellation of dark new stars. The Necromonger Empire consider it their promised land. So I oh. think Helium Prime is part of the underverse. I think it's a like prophesied uh, area that they're trying to colonize be- because they believe it's their promised land. Yeah. So gotcha. like, yeah. So it's like new, new places. I think so. That's what the way. Wi- that's what the Big Dick R- Riddick Wiki says. Okay, um, the Big Dick Riddick Wiki, and I think it's also like to to they need to populate the Underverse too. Right. So they need they they want to convert the people rather than just like kill them all. They want to like make them they want to convert them and right. have them um, die to the Underverse or whatever. Yes, they want, want to brainwash everyone yeah. um, and, and serve. Serve the serve the what the Lord, Lord, Lord Marshal. <laughs> um So they also believe that that life is antagonistic to the natural order of the universe and yes. must be purged from it to be bor- reborn in the underverse. Universe- I could have heard. I I understand now why the lore is so deep with this movie. I loved them talking about this. It's yeah. bonkers. It's nonsense. But I did love. So they say like. The road to to that verse crosses a threshold, and then they go the threshold. Take us to the threshold. (laughs) Okay, and he goes, "What you call death?" So uh, it is this verse that must be cleansed of life, so that the underverse can populate and prosper. So they see life as antagonistic to, yeah, what what the underverse is. Like you, oh my god. So the necromanders do not reproduce. Uh, as to not propagate life further, thus the reason they refer to all non necros as breeders. All living necromongers are converts. That's so interesting. That was not clear in my version of the movie. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder what parts of it you got because so there's this. Um, there's the Lord. There Marshall. was no point where they were like, "We don't fuck," because <laughs> I would yeah, have remembered that. They didn't. They didn't say that in my version either. Um, they. I guess you can. People have sex without the purpose of re- reproduction. It sickens me, but they do. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird, <laughs> it's but weird, weird. Yeah, and sometimes they're not even married. Oh my god, perverts. <laughs> um so there's this Lord Marshal and under him is a guy who has a name, but I uh-huh. it's just like basically the same guy. And then there's this royal family. Mm-hmm. Um there's the there's Carl Urban. Um who and, looks amazing. That's another oh, man that you gotta dirty dirty him up a little you bit. Gotta, when you gotta he's, give him a mohawk long-haired mullet braid. Oh it my looks God. so good. Yeah, we gotta talk about this. He's he's amazing. Um, he's been a grimy, an armored, muscular, grimy dude so many times, and he crushes it every time. He's I am so good. such a massive fan of Carl Urban. Like yeah. It's not even funny. Um I I f- he's just he he just like seamlessly becomes whatever part it is and he can do any accent. It's great. And in this one, yeah, he has it's a mullet, but it's yeah, it's there's some braids, there's some dreadlocks. Um the mm-hmm. sides are shaved. It is so greasy. You mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. Um and then he, they keep wearing these outfits uh he and his Wife, I'm assuming, um, who is uh, Tandy Newton. Who oh, I'm obsessed with everything she wears in this movie. I was yes. just like, oh, uh, it is so it's like very like that kind of like Y2K futuristic, but it's yep. also just like. But it also was like some like complex cost costume design. Like there was like intri- intri- intricacies to it. Like someone someone put some work into the costume. Oh yeah, and there mess. was this one that she wore that had a huge like collar that went up her back and came around, and then had this deep like plunging neckline. It it was wild. It didn't look like she could. Uh, it, it it looked very structured. The dress, yeah, um, yes. like it wasn't super easy to walk around in. But yeah, it was uh, a- ethereal. Etherial, the things that she was wearing, golden, ju- jewel toned, scaled outfits, beautiful, so yeah. beautiful. Um, um, yeah, she. I I thought I was like, I think the costumes are underrated in this movie. Like, I don't think people are are talking about that enough. Um, mostly, I guess, mostly just what. Is she and Carl Urban were wearing. Yes. Um but even what Vin Diesel it was iconic. His goggles. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. The goggles and the and the We gotta get a transition lenses. And his, yeah, his kind of like cape duster yeah. hood thing. Very um, matrix. It was it was um, great. I loved it. Yeah. Uh so this ro- so Carl Urban and Tandy Newton are they haven't uh this is the part i don't understand like they haven't um b- made their journey to the underverse yet at all they haven't crossed the threshold yet because they don't have that like second face that can like scream at people um i have the- no idea what you're talking about <laughs> the lord marshal can like yeah. He has, like, this spirit face that will, like, get mad and, and look at people because he has already crossed the threshold. Okay. So half of his soul in the Is that why he can yank, yank the souls out of people? Yes. Because okay. He, he already did like, that unprovoked, unexplained. They were like, it's just something he can do. Don't worry yep. about it. And I, I was not, like, on... I was like paying attention to this movie. So I think we just saw different movies and that's okay. So Definitely. you're like telling me all this lore. So he has a second face. I love this for yeah, him. Yeah, he has like this. Uh, yeah. So it's similar to the. Um, um, the Okay. So did you have the quasi dead in your version? <laughs> it could have brought it up. Um, so the quasi-dead were like, if you, if, if they were talking on little walkie, were they talking to each other in little walkie-talkies? Um, Carl Urban <laughs> and Tandy Newton, were they like talking to each other and walking? Oh, little- yeah, yeah. Okay. So they were using the quasi-dead to do that. So you okay. did have the quasi-dead. So they're, um, when <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm, I felt like I didn't understand. I didn't remember a single thing from this movie, and now I'm like, whoa! I really. Did. I'm gonna look up the quasi dead. So when when uh, after they give the speech about crossing the threshold or whatever, and Vin Diesel makes himself known, they say, "Take him before okay, the quasi yes, dead." We did yeah. see the quasi dead. The, the you mean the goopy? That was a critically wet moment. The go- yes. goopy people who just look at him and check him out, and, and yeah. So they're like, "Take he gets him before a test, the quasi dead." He's a Furian. Yes, and mm-hmm. he, uh, the quasi dead show up, and it's these big like stone egg f- tombs that are yeah. undulating with this iridescent hologram of a person. I love who's like, it. Eh, yeah, and it's like screaming, and it's gr- it's gross. Um, and they bring, and then they bring this like stone bowl that's filled with this like goopy black ferrofluid stuff that starts rippling, and um. And then they say, as explanation, what the quasi-dead do. This is some good science for you. Okay. Um, the quasi-dead say, making entry, this won't take long. Yes. We've entered yes. his neocortex. Ah, the Riddick, <laughs> scanning fresh <laughs> memories. So um, so they scan his memories. And so, so the quasi-dead, that effect of like the holographic, that hologram that's yep. like... Mm-hmm that effect is like what it me what it looks like when you're in the um the underverse okay so so the lord marshal sometimes has like a hologram face thing okay. because because half of his soul has crossed the threshold into the underverse oh sick okay yeah. <laughs> this i wow that's crazy uh yeah i think maybe with these kind of explanations it would have been a more like coherent movie, but again, <laughs> I did not care. So I loved so they they the Necromongers show up and then there's just the guy that talks for helium prime this this country. I mean, this planet that I think it's is just the whole planet. It's, it's, yeah. whole, it's diverse. Yeah. And the guy is dressed like a college professor. Everyone else is wearing like Dune outfits. Yeah. He's wearing a blazer and a button down, I swear to God, and like glasses. And he's like, uh, uh, you can't invade here and make us all necromongers. We have many religions and creeds here. And the Necromonger, the Lord Marshal, just yoinks the soul out of him. And I was like, okay, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. Yep. That dude was a nerd. He deserved to get the soul yoinked out of him. Um... But you really thought the Lord Marshal could just yoink a soul out of him without <laughs> having half a soul face <laughs> in in the Underverse? Why you know? would I need to? Why? Well, I, I think the editor of of the theatrical cut was maybe right. I don't need need to know why he can yank, yoink the soul out. Yeah. Um, no. Oh boy. Um, and then they start being like, "Kill the Riddick." kill the Riddick and I'm like why are you calling him the Riddick yeah yeah and that's when I looked it up I was like oh what is his name I was like oh my god it's Richard B Riddick (laughs) (laughs) like why if you're never gonna say if you're never gonna use the B why it's 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 beautiful it's It's, beautiful why not it 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 adds so much it adds so much to give someone a a middle initial (laughs) it Uh, really does um, okay, so then he escapes and oh, he runs right into the crew, the leader of the bounty hunters. But I feel like he meant to because the whole oh, time yes, he's like, right. this is part of my plan. And I'm like, so it's just a dude where everything is just going to plan. It seems like he's getting captured, but he's just like, no, nope, this it's is. Like, yeah, you, you likened him to James Bond in the beginning and yeah. I'll bet. I'll bet that we're the first podcast that's ever likened <laughs> Richard B. Riddick. <laughs> Which when is there gonna be a female Richard B. Riddick? I don't know. Oh, uh, no. if you ask um uh Daniel Craig, he says it's that Riddick is just a man. Um but okay. you know, but it'd be cool to if there were a female. He's, ca- no, he's a Furian. Yeah, he mm-hmm. is a Furian. He is, he's not a man. Um and so it really Riddick is a lot like Doctor Who also, because isn't he, like, the last of his kind, too? Yeah. And well, and well, yeah, in the, like, reboot, except they keep, like, other finding other. keep showing up, so it's yeah. just like, okay, whatever. He's like, I thought I killed you all! Because that's part of his backstory in the in the reboot. He's like, I did, oh, yeah. I did do... Some accidental genocide. genocide that's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, that isn't that Vin Diesel's whole thing too. That because Vin Diesel exists, Vin Diesel feels uh, guilty. That like his vision keeps saying that like it's his fault <laughs> that this happened. You wouldn't Caitlin, know. This. I didn't get the visions. <laughs> I feel. Well, like- uh, he th- he feels responsible for what happened to his race because it's I, like the only reason why, uh, like all of the fury, and they they keep using this phrase. They were like uh, strangled with their cords. Um, okay, I think I did. <laughs> I think that did. The boys, up. the boys were strangled with their cords. They keep saying all the yes, baby boys. <laughs> I think I, I think I did. I did hear that. That sounds familiar. Yeah. So like, th- and that only happened. That was the Lord Marshal that did that. Okay. Um, that's what you learn at the end. Uh, and the only reason he did that was because he was trying to kill baby Riddick. Um, right. And he, that oh, was the baby that he okay. missed. Yeah. It was like, um, who was the the guy that tried to, the king that tried to kill Jesus? King Herod. Yeah. It was like that. Okay. Yeah. So he's like, we got some <laughs> King Herod shit going yeah. on. All right. Cool. Yeah. So. I uh, love it. Um. So they take him, so, yeah, critical web moment, they're like, oh, shit, we lost our Riddick. They, they have, like, a <laughs> pool of water that ripples, mm-hmm. uh, and, like, that's how they, like, figure stuff out. Um, oh, yeah, they use that stuff, um, they use it to have the quasi-dead talk to them, they use it to talk to each other as walkie-talkies through the quasi-dead, yeah. they use that liquid stuff to, as their maps. And like that's I loved that. Uh, yeah, it's great. Real so, like Ridley Scott type uh, type stuff. Real to do. Ridley yeah. Scott stuff. So, the the um the Mercs, as he calls them, are going to yes. take him to prison, and he's like, "All right, well you're not." And he's like, "Well, you could take me to Double Max Prison, but like that sucks. Or so you could take me to like this prison, but like that's not fun. So you're the only place you got to take me is." uh triple max prison mm-hmm. triple x cri- prison <laughs> <laughs> the the idea of triple max made me uh laugh yes um, well so one of the i think just one max prison i guess the first thing is he says we uh who's going to pay the most for you now butcher bay and uh he's like butcher bay 10 minutes every other day on the dog run protein waffles aren't bad So he wants to go to Butcher Bay because you get to go on the dog run. You get protein waffles. But no, but he that's he's manipulating. Yeah, he's he's being facetious. Yeah, Yeah, because he wants he he, you're right. He's using them to get to crematoria. He wants to go to crematoria. I kind of forget why. Because Jack is there. Does he know that? Ah. Again, I didn't (laughs) see the first I, I assume from the first movie. Yeah, he knows that she's in crematoria yes Um, okay that's right and he does want he is using them to um yes because he knows that they're they're gonna bring him to crematoria um and uh they're smoking on the spaceship which i love that they're grimy they're um at some point um when they get to the prison they're like that's the problem with these joints now. They're all health clubs for waffle eating pussies. There why go. is why are are waffles like a main food group? I think is this it's the that, future. I think that waffles are the main uh, way that they serve food to prisoners in this in this okay. universe because they keep referencing it uh, uh, around like prison. Uh, does he get any visions Planets. about waffles? He doesn't get any visions about waffles. No, unfortunately. Um, did you get that fun, like, uh, theme park minecart cart ride, though, to oh, Crematoria? Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, good. I'm yeah, glad yeah. that was in yours. I yeah. was like, because it's not a regular mine cart right? it was. It's like a theme park. Yes, style, yes. Where it looks, it looks like a real mine cart, but it's not. It's the Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland. Yes. And um, anyway, New... She's putting on, so she has a, she's Lady Macbething, uh, yes. meanwhile. Yes. She's like, Carl Urban, you've got to kill the Lord Marshal so that you can become. Yeah, and in, he's like, I don't even know if I want to. Like, do I want that? And she's like, oh my God. Like, yeah, Lady Macbething the hell out of this. She's Lady Macbething. So, like, in this world, um, you, whatever you kill, you keep. So, if you kill <laughs> yeah. the, the, they say it a lot, the Lord yeah. Marshal, you'll become. The new Lord Marshal. Yes. Um, And she, she's like putting on eyeliner, but it's like hot. It's like a soldering iron. Yeah, she's like burning the under under of her eyes. It was wild. She, that was, to me, a critically wet moment. I was oh, like yeah. soldering iron for uh, eyeliner.
1: Um, and she's
0: getting to the waterline with so that thing. In the director's cut, is there a constant fin diesel mom uh narration because in my cut he only narrates like five minutes of it suddenly of what he's thinking uh there's probably a little bit more narration okay. in the, in that the it was just sudden and i was just like oh my god so anyway we get to um oh did you get uh This might be later or something, but was there a scene where she's, she's again, Lady macbeth it. She's like telling Carl Urban, I am so scared I'm going to call him Keith Urban. (laughs) Just call him Keith Urban. So far I haven't. Just call him Keith What's going to happen? Oh, I I would never want to go on on record as being a fan of Keith Urban as opposed to Carl Urban. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, So... Okay, so she's she's like trying to tell him stuff, and she's literally like licking his face as she's whispering to him. She's like eating his entire face as she's saying this to him. That'd be a sh- you would know the scene I was talking about if it was I in d- your oh, man. I mean, there's no. Face she's like eating. lick. She's like making out with him and then licking his cheeks while she's talking to him. It's incredible. I love it. I- it must. I think that scene from the director's cut of Chronicles of Riddick, I think that got her Westworld, honestly. It, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I gotta see this, I gotta see this scene. Ooh, hot Riddick kiss. Oh, okay, <laughs> they kind of have, like, they kind of have a sex scene, a little yeah, bit. a little bit. No, I didn't get this! I, mm. You know I would have remembered this. Yeah, I would have thought. It. Oh, yep, this is the scene. Okay, they have a lot of chemistry. You have such greatness in you. If only you could see it like I do. You know what I want? Today I came up behind him in perfect silence, and he knew. I want to go down in Acropolis. Right now. He's half dead salt since I was behind him. He sees everything. When no one is looking, when no one's around, I'm gonna get down on my knees. While you sit on the throne. She wants to go down a acropolis. She does. But he's talking right now about the second face. See? And you didn't get that. I didn't get that. Now she's behind him. She's... Oh, they're doing tongue. All right. See, this is very. My what's mama. her character's name from Westworld? Um, Maeve. This is Maeve. very Maeve yeah. right now. What she's doing? Yeah. Let's talk about the elementals. Yeah. What concept? So, Judy Dench is in this movie, looking hot, yeah. looking so hot. Um, Honestly, she's she ethereal. really gorgeous. She's she's like all in white. She's Arion. So Elementals are Arian, a- which like is a Pokemon name. Come <laughs> <on>. like, <laughs> yeah. No, but uh yeah. So there, there are four elder races of the universe and they You don't are- get to see any of the other ones. You only get to see this one Arian. Yes. <laughs> and so according to the Riddick wiki. Uh, They're a race of humans that were so moved by the teachings and mathematics of Plato and the Greeks uh, that they adopted the five elements of Platonian physics, air, water, fire, earth, and quintessence of ether. Okay. I don't know um, how they did that, but that's her thing. So she, the whole time she's on screen, she kind of like wisps around like she's wind, yet they can still put her in a prison. Yeah. Which is interesting. I I think she's just playing along. Is her thing? Okay, she's like, yeah, I'm gonna be like cryptic because also her thing is she's a neutral force in Mm -hmm. in the world that she doesn't take sides. Which this these characters they're the Ents, um, in Lord of the Rings, and what the Ents learn, um, and I think Judy Dench learns that not as it's not as good of a payoff as in Lord of the Rings, but they learn that, you know. There's a lot of suffering in the world, and at mm-hmm. a certain point, you can't. It's uh, it's a luxury to be able mm-hmm. to be so neutral and not take a side. Um, and you know the ants help yes. and are are badass, and I think Judy Dench just like gives them advice or something. Um, she like tells Riddick something. I don't know that I don't know how much she helps, but right. she does. She yeah. does something. It's great. Uh, so. Anyway, back back to uh back to Crematoria, crematoria my favorite sci-fi planet. So, there they've got Vin <sighs> Diesel suspended above a vat of something. They don't really show you what it is. Yeah. Uh, I wish they did. But no one noticed like they all kind of start talking about stuff uh-huh. and they're they're not paying attention to Riddick too much because what he starts to do is like <laughs> aerial uh <laughs> or- Aerial gymnastics, like like a silk that that Uh you would do. I mean, it's like it's incredible. I no one's worried about it though. They're like (laughs) it's fine for the prisoners to do that. Yeah, yeah. And he just starts doing aerial silk moves, and uh, and then nobody notices until it's already too late, and he's freed himself. Yeah, yeah. And that's when he he has a little uh, showdown with Kira, who says, "Should I go for the sweet spot?" Left of the spine, fourth lumbar down, the abdominal aorta. What mm-hmm. a gusher! Yes. So, a sign of the movie. Yeah. So let me lay the scene for Crematoria because it has some of my favorite sci-fi planet physics. Mm-hmm. You got the wave planet in Interstellar. Mm-hmm. You've got Naboo, and then you got Crematoria, which well, you've even got you've got that planet that. uh anakin like almost dies on that lava planet yeah yeah you've, you've got, got that you've got that too this is something different this is wild so on the night side of crematoria it's negative 295 degrees mm-hmm. that's really specific yeah on the day side it's 702 degrees fahrenheit <laughs> Did they say that specifically in the movie? They did say 700 degrees. I went to look it up. Oh, okay. And and crematoria rotates at 5,000 miles per hour. (laughs) For reference, Earth rotates at 1,000 miles per hour. So it's five times faster than Earth. So basically the conceit of this movie is I think the prison is underground, Mm -hmm. which is The idea of this planet is it's going to be 700 degrees when the sun comes around. But if you're either underground or, like, not in direct sunlight, you're fine. You're not going to get cooked. Yeah. I think the the idea also is that it is very easy to get cooked. So it's very hard to escape. That even if you get out of the prison. But... When they are later running away from the sun, uh-huh. he'll just go underneath a rock and be yeah. fine. And that's what I thought was so funny. It was that's just, the physics that are ridiculous. They were trying to outrun like, the sun. But yes. even if the sun is like – if it's not quite their version of dawn, it would be like 300 degrees and you'd and be And they're like as- – They'll they'll there'll be like direct sunlight, and then there'll be like the line of a shadow, yeah. and they'll be like just in the line of the shadow, <laughs> and they're fine. Whereas, like, yeah, the that ambient would probably temperature be would cook you though. Yeah. it's not exactly. just about the sun as a laser. Yeah. If you're telling, don't just say the sun direct sunlight kills you. Don't be like yeah. it's seven hundred degrees. That's and Vin too Diesel, much. Vin Diesel at one point is like. Just keep you, you all run, um, just keep running in in the little crevices of the, and I was like, they'll melt in the crevices. <laughs> what are you talking about? they're gonna everyone's gonna melt, no matter what <laughs> they i i it was delightful, I loved it yeah. so much, um he's so the 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 bounty hunters are like arguing over how much they're gonna pay for Riddick, and I didn't understand that like. They were like trying to short change. I don't know what was going on. And he was like doing, I like, because he was doing his Arab. I think it was just because they it's had to be remix. distracted while he did that. Yes. Uh, and he meets up with Jack, who's now Kira. Mm-hmm. Um, and-, Ooh, and then feeding time. Did you have feeding time in yours? Yes okay yes. okay where they're like the, cre- the crematoria loudspeaker goes feeding time and I was like oh yes let's see feeding time I gotta I gotta be honest I thought feeding time meant like for the prisoners and I thought we were no, gonna see no, some no. slop or some waffles I guess <laughs> um no, speaking time for something else which is these like hyena things with little like scales and I spikes. I thought the creature that, like, design was great. I was ooh, like really yeah. pleasantly surprised. They Very... kind of looked melty, which is good for a a yeah. planet. No, they were great. I they're critically wet, um, yeah. And they would like when it hisses, their sca- their individual scales would like shake, almost oh, like, a, like a like a snake. Loved it. Yeah, it was disgusting. And then he was like, "If you're not careful, I'm gonna kill you with my teacup." And he he straight up does it he really do be killing people with just a it tea was cup. so funny they're like oh what are you gonna kill us with your soup cup and he's like it's tea actually and i'm gonna kill you with my teacup and i was like it was such fun delivery i'm like that's yeah. that's a james bond line yeah like yeah i was gonna say you you likened him to tea. james bond earlier and i feel like that's mm-hmm. james bond is very like uh I I orchestrated all of this. It's going to seem very haphazard and random mm-hmm. and chaotic, but in the end it's all how it went according to my plan. And I'm yeah. gonna get beat up a lot during it. Uh but I'll he this is a very James Bond character. I don't again, I don't know that people are making that. I don't comparison. know if people are and people aren't bringing this up when you're like the best like action heroes they're not yeah. saying dick 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 Rick, Riddick. <laughs> um and i don't know why because he's like don't suave he's like i love the way he's dressed i also like i know you're a fan i think this movie is better than star wars oof it Is heavily influenced by Star Wars, that's for sure. (laughs) But I think it perfects it. And I I got the version with no context, no characters, no characterization, um, no clear plot except, let's get off this planet. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just some of the cringiest names and lines ever. But I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. It didn't make me feel as exhausted as Star Wars makes me feel. Yeah, this this one was fun. And I love Star Wars. I think there's some good there's some fun Star Wars movies out there. But do they have Vin Diesel in them? They don't. I, I would argue that I Han Solo for me has something that that Riddick doesn't have. Okay. Um, I think uh what is it exactly? Because Riddick, certainly, he has a sense of humor about things. He doesn't take things too seriously. Not at all. He is willing to get beat up, um, to fuck up a little bit. Uh, I think Han Solo has something kind of... He's got a sadness to him. There's like a sadness behind his eyes. And I think Vin... Well, there's just shyness behind (laughs) Vin Diesel's eyes. Well, Vin Diesel, like, I think is... I'll go on record saying like Diesel is a great actor. Um, but I don't think he doesn't convey kind of like because he like plays this kind of superhuman, mm-hmm. there's not enough pathos, I would yeah. say. And uh that's what was kind of missing from this character. Is yeah, I just I, I I would agree with that. I I think he needs to be a bit sadder because he a lot of traumatic things have happened to him. Yeah, definitely. Um. Yeah, he's carrying the emotional mm-hmm. weight of the of a genocide of the, his people, right? Um. And I think I think that um, that's what I like. If I'm gonna have a big hambo, I want them to be kind of sad. Gerald of Rivia, sad. Yeah. Yeah. Han Solo, kind like kind of sad or just kind of like world weary, misanthropic. Definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Aragorn. Aragorn. Super sad. Yeah. Yeah, so, oh, okay, this teacup scene, it's worth describing because it's a pretty critically wet moment that after he says like, no, it's tea, I'm going to kill him with my teacup. The way he does it is he, so the top of it has uh, just been, it was like a larger cup that was just kind of like cracked off. Mm -hmm. Like the, the top of the cup is a little bit ragged, jagged, and it's just like a tin cup. And he just puts it up against the torso of this other guy. And then with his other hand, just like hammers the the butt of the, um, yes. of the cup. And so the whole like top, the jagged top of the cup just like goes inches deep into mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Um Oh my God. Cause I was like, how is he going to kill him with a, with a tin cup? Um, and he does it. And I yeah. love it. Um, and then, and then there at one point, the bad guys are underground. Uh, trying to catch Riddick, who is running above the ground. Yeah, and they're so they're looking for these openings in the planet to to grab him, and they just keep going. Next hole, we'll catch him at the next hole. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my! This this was for us. This movie truly has everything. <laughs> it it truly truly d- d- does have everything. Um, so they like get out of there, and then they're like on the planet and they're they're running um they're trying to outrun the sun mm-hmm. um as we said Vin Diesel's doing it and he's <laughs> doing it thing. um they'd be cooking there's one part where he's like he's like all right I got to get I'm going to go back for Jack cuz she kind of or Kira cuz she gets stuck and and then but they were like hey your code was you always move keep running don't care and he's like no but i care about her so he covers himself in water his yeah. canteen and like just jumps into her shade and i'm like again i don't the water it's 700 degrees out the water yeah. you throwing water at yourself it's not it's not helping instantly i mean it, just instantly uh, i thought maybe cuz he's evaporated. a furian maybe he he's more he he is. They've they've like you, there'll be these scenes where he'll just like from starting from nothing, he'll just like jump onto something, Right. and it's clear that they've they've like modified his body. So you think he's more heat resistant? Could be. So I think like they Gamora need to establish. Yeah, they need to be like, listen, he can withstand whatever temperature. That then I would have been like great, but then I would have also been like. Then why does it matter that it's seven hundred degrees? Yeah. It's only only matters in contexts where like we're, that's really hot. Yeah. Um, so they there's just some action scenes outrunning the sun. Ooh, and there's a good uh, there's a good. Now, why would he be there? It's like the it's the Lord Marshall's little henchman guy. <gasps> I loved this. Yeah, I thought why this was, was the on only crematoria? character that made any sense. So. Uh, So I think – so Carl Urban goes to crematoria to kill Vin Diesel. Oh, that's right, because they learn about the prophecy. They learn and about they the, learn the prophecy who Vin Diesel is, and Carl Kar- yeah. Kar- Urban's like, oh, I guess I'll like go do this to like make myself look good. And the blonde guy, as they're going to crematoria, I think what the movie implies is that – the farther away they get from their their like mothership, mm. the more deprogrammed they get. So the Ooh. the blonde guy is like actively depro he's like, hey, Carl Urban, have you ever thought about like maybe what we're doing is fucked up and like yeah. maybe we shouldn't be like conquering other people? Carl Urban's like, you're not gonna he's like, no, you're not gonna trick me. And you thought that I thought that might be a test, but then you learn that this guy, this blonde guy is actually like, is deprogrammed. And he's like, Hey, I want to help you, Vin Diesel, because like, I think you should bring down the government. And I was like, This is his, and we were like, This is his Brian. He's yes. always got to, he's always got to have a blonde guy. Um, and then he's like, Take my spaceship and I'm just going to walk into the sun because like, I don't want to be. I don't want to be around anymore. Yeah, he has yeah, he he has an existential crisis because mm-hmm. he's lost his faith. And yeah. it seems to have happened very quickly over yeah. over mere hours uh whereas I think most people's crises of faith are over a longer period of time because it's right. not a literal you get away from the mothership and you start deprogramming. <laughs> um, so he deprograms over several hours and it's just a lot. And I I that was my favorite part of the movie too. I, I thought was it like, was great. Yeah, it's it's profound. You see the horror in his eyes that he's like, the thing I've devoted my life to mm-hmm. is a lie and that's a literal death cult. yeah yeah and the part that hurts even more than that is not just that it was a lie it's that you believed in it with all your heart and soul Mm -hmm. like and so you're he's left with this void and that's Mm -hmm. terrifying and he just walks out into the sun yeah it's great um then so uh the carl urban thinks he killed Vin Diesel he like sees him lying down so he's like job done yeah. whatever uh so he's but he uh kidnaps Kira and goes back to the the ship and and Vin Diesel's like I got to go back too and he goes back and Carl Urban knows he's back but he's like I'm going to see how this plays out because I'm going to see like He's like, I'll let Vin Diesel Try to kill, kill the Lord Marshal And then I'm going to s- jump in And kill the Lord Marshal And that's going to be my thing yeah. Carl Urban's smoky eye and contour In the oh, last scene yes. Amazing um, Oh yeah, it is incredible Because there's like there, there, Everyone, uh, all of the Necromongers and the newly Converted are mm-hmm. like sort of Dressed up for this ceremony mm-hmm. Because they're all going to go to the underverse. Um, Yeah. And uh, part of the, this is kind of a wet moment, is part of their, um, like, to show their fealty to the cause and part of their conversion process is they get, like, branded Mm -hmm. with this, like, circular thing below their ears, on their necks, kind of. I don't know if that was in your version, but... Yeah. yeah, so they all they all have these things and you you see Kira and she has one too and she's dressed up like them. So you realize, mm-hmm. "Oh my god, they've they've brainwashed her too." Yes. But it turns out she's just she's just joking. She's just <laughs> pretending. That that's not really explained, I don't think. No, I think like uh I don't know what I think she was brainwashed and then like at the end Seeing before Vin she dies, Weasel. she yeah. like she's, like, not programmed, but anyway, like, uh... There's a big showdown that There's happens. a showdown between the Lord Marshal and, and Dick B. Riddick, and he tries to yoink the soul out of Vin Diesel, and Vin Diesel's like, I am built different. Yeah, You can't, you you can't de me, and I love it, and then Carl Urban tries to kill the Lord Marshal, but the, uh, something, something happened, like, The soul, it's just like, Vin Diesel kills him, and Vin Diesel becomes the new Lord Marshal. And I thought that was a very interesting way, kind of, I guess, because like when you kill, whatever you kill, you claim. So Mm -hmm. he's now the new emperor, and then the movie ends. I don't know if there's any other... And that was like a very interesting ending to me. And then Judi Dench does the final monologue, the same monologue she does at the end of Cats. <laughs> I swear to God, I'll, let me get the Judy Dench Cats monologue to read to you. Where similarly, Cats is just a cacophony of ideas and sounds and colors, and you have no idea what what has happened. Um, you you have no idea like what yeah what any what's going on with anything, um. And then at the end, she's like, don't worry about it. It's cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You've heard of several kinds of cat, And my opinion now is that you should need no interpreter to understand our character. You've learned enough. To take the view The cats are very much like you You've seen us both at work and games And learnt about our proper names Our habits and our habitat But how would you address... Your memory I'll jog and say a cat is not a dog. Ugh. Yep. Because that's, that's how the poem probably ended. Yeah, that's how probably how the poem ends. But as an ending, you're just like, okay, a cat is not a dog. She's like, that's cats, folks. Yep. Similar ending. She's like, listen, uh... That's that's the Chronicles of Riddick. Them's and- be the Chronicles of Riddick, <laughs> baby. It was just, it does seem like it was like one chronicle. Yeah. I thought, I think this movie works as a standalone movie. Yeah. Um, You would need the backstory. I w- the only thing I was very, I think you would be very confused by not knowing anything about pitch black is why Vin Diesel's eyes are the way they are yeah. um which isn't a huge thing in this movie he doesn't use it that no. much um e- the goggles are a cool visual mm-hmm. but i bet him you no nah, he he uses the the night vision a good amount um yeah but- I think this works as a standalone. I love the ending. I love how, yeah, it, it went from, I was like, I'm sure this has some like lighthearted, very predictable ending. And then they do throw this huge thing at you that like now it's on Riddick to, he has the responsibility of an entire underverse and like people right. who are all evil, uh, and looking to him now. Yeah. Um, it's wild. I think I will, uh, watch R- 2013's Riddick. We should I because I don't know if you saw, but Riddick Four, <gasps> Furia. Furia. Uh, oh my it's god. It's just called Furia. And it's been um like in production for a long time. So that okay. doesn't usually bode super well. No. But on July twenty first, twenty nineteen, Vin Diesel announced on his Instagram that he had received Tui's script for <gasps> Riddick Four, Furia. Okay. So, there was a script in twenty nineteen. Okay. And nothing happened between now and twenty nineteen that <laughs> yeah, would exactly. that would make well, the pro- like, production of it's a huge pro- movie. More it's difficult. still a reasonable amount of time that this could be happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of- yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh I'm yeah, I think I'm, uh, I'm a ri- I think I'm a riddick head. Yeah, what are there what do what so, are they call Yeah, also if you want to know more about uh <laughs> what it would have been like if they went to Butcher Bay um, mm-hmm. it, there's a video game the Chronicles oh, yeah. of Riddick ex- Escape from Butcher Bay so if you just want that I um, would love uh, is it and it doesn't sound like that's open world so I would probably love it yeah let me there is a link for it let me take a look oh okay so yeah he knows about Butcher Bay so them t- the lore does run deep because they'll, they'll reference Butcher Bay in Chronicles of Riddick mm-hmm. what that is a reference to is before pitch black before the events of that Mm -hmm. it that's where Riddick escaped from so um, it's it's got a really it's got a way higher rating than it says the game was very well received and it is often listed among the greatest Xbox games of all time it's got a 90 on on Metacritic and yeah that's way higher than any of the movies yeah yeah. Okay. All well, right. Maybe I will uh, play. This is shocking. To me. <laughs> yeah, we're saying we're making fun of it and gamers that are listening are like are like they're slandering Butcher Bay right now. One of the best, the greatest to ever do it. Um yeah, I'm gonna I would love put put me in the shoes of of uh would, would you like um he uh, Tui and Vin Diesel almost did a TV series called Merc City? That would have just followed the adventures of those those bounty hunters. I w- I would love it. You would I'd have liked it. that. Yeah, I could have seen it on the sci fi channel. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, people. I think this is uh, a franchise that is ripe for fan interaction. Yes, like, yes. Um, it's it, people. There, there have been video games and comic books and mm-hmm. graphic novels and stuff that have spun off of it because. The fans were like we want more we want we, we want to hear more about these characters in this world um even though it seems like it seems like the opposite it, it seems like this would be something based on a video game or based it, on yes, it's, exactly. it's the other it's, way around it's an original sci-fi at big budget action film which we're we're not getting that we're getting we're getting like Arrival great good movie but it says it ha- but It doesn't have Carl Urban looking sexy. It doesn't. Amy Adams, she doesn't punch, like, she has an aerial acrobat up to punch the aliens in the face. Like, it's just a waste. It's honestly a waste of time. The planet that they're on is Earth. It's Earth. It moves the same speed as Earth. Yeah, and (laughs) it's, yeah, it's bullshit. There's Jeremy Renner, um, yeah already yeah. what are you doing already what are we doing <laughs> jeremy what did we watch recently that had jeremy renner in it um no nothing i think nothing. we were just talking about the jeremy renner app we were we were just talking yeah. about the jeremy renner app yeah um yeah we are taping this on on a Wednesday, day so happy Wednesday day everybody. happy Wednesday, day yeah oh man halfway through um, halfway through yeah, really Ren's day is, do you think when he goes to Wren goes to fairs, he's like, this is all about me. Oh man, I just want to say what, what a while, what that I have. Uh, what a time. time to be alive. What a yeah. time to be alive. And so, yeah, so now Riddick is tasked where he he's just like, he has to figure out what he's gonna do with all these necromongers and with the with the, necro, with the underverse um, and then yeah the movie ends and uh, now we gotta go watch Riddick um, ooh Keanu you are he has just dropped in out of nowhere <laughs> from a hole in my ceiling just doing aerial flips flipping around you don't, you don't have any holes? nope buddy okay you, you yeah he's trying would- to kill you with a vitamix <laughs> yeah uh yeah if vin diesel was like i'm gonna kill you with a vitamix i'd be I'm like i'm gonna kill you with blades in that air I believe fryer. You. <laughs> you want you don't need an air fryer in crematoria you pretentious oh ah uh, seriously oh my it's god like you gotta imagine there's like those planets that are just like a a jail planet like a, a da- prison yeah. Planet how does the Staffing work for that You know what I mean uh, I think A lot of them are like yeah They must be hard to staff yeah. so I would think I would say that they're staffed By like other prisoners or they're kind Of like automated is yeah. what My what my guess is Or great benefits Or great benefits yeah, yeah. Um. So there were a lot of holes In this movie um I there's I, you know the the holes that they're trying to grab Vin Diesel through the through the crematorium planet crust mm-hmm. and they're they're like we'll catch him at the next hole <laughs> um yeah the holes um if you kill your buddy with a teacup you're just popping a little hole in him yeah the idea that you can just yank people's souls out of their body. Oh, yeah! And create a hole and like and to program people, they put a little hole Ooh, in yes. their neck. Um. So the necromongers had a real, they had a real whole obsession. And they did. That makes sense. They had a death obsession. Um yeah. But uh, this is, you know, what I liked this because you know, this was an escapist fantasy for me. That's that's. 2022 isn't looking great i would rather not so far it's not impressing me so far (laughs) it's not impressing me so far not a lot to look forward to we might as well be in crematoria seriously yeah and then if you're in crematoria you gotta you gotta ask yourself what more do we have to lose other than trying to bust out a crematoria exactly you have yeah, so let's gotta, hope this is the year we bust out of crematoria. Exactly. That is, all, is all I can Yeah, we've got to fight. Uh, we got to be like that professor who stands up to the necromongers and says, hey, <laughs> uh, he's like, we got the First Amendment. Um, yeah, you got to be like him. You got to be like Riddick. Um, you got to outrun the sun. But you also gotta fight back, and and if they try to yank the soul out of you, just say no. Just no. say no. Just be like, I am different. You can't do this. Look them right in their eye and say, "Don't be such a dick, be dick, bick riddick." Yeah, get out of my face. <laughs> M- yeah, happy happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Um, <laughs> But uh Caitlin, how what is this movie? All right, so if I had to give this movie a verdict and I think that the underverse does demand it of us um to be the the bearers to to be to to mm. <laughs> to to hammer down this verdict mm-hmm. um okay, so my verdict is like just I just kind of wanted to get more of a peek at the underverse just like we didn't really get like what if it's chill as fuck like what if they're just like just like getting high and and hanging out and and being sexy together like what could be wronger than ripping a bonger with a necromonger and a thonger (laughs) (laughs) what could be wronger What, like, yeah i just want to rip a bong with them in like a hot tub you know <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah i li- i've done t- i've ripped a bong twice <laughs> in my life both times it sent me right to hell it sent me right to the right underworld. yeah i it was a bad experience but <laughs> if sexy contoured to the max carl urban Wanted me too in a hot tub. He's so hot in this movie. He's, like I he's, can't he, he's hotter it. than Eomir and I don't know that if that was possible. I don't know how it was po- and and then he put the eye makeup on and got even hotter and I was like this it's it's like I don't know. It's it's truly Yeah. M- you got to watch I'm the boys. He he's kind of like it's a very different character but Probably wait, wait, what is, is it? Carl Urbans in the boys. Oh, the boys! Oh my God, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's why I gotta watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's why you gotta watch oh, it. Oh, yeah. I know. And he's all grimy and, he's and uh, grimy. He's like he's kind of he's, he's an asshole though, but oh. um he, yeah, he's good at playing a sweetheart and he's good at playing an asshole. Yeah, I being love. A he's so boy. versatile. Yeah. I'm such a. I feel like I feel You're like such an Urban Urban could could hear our pleas to yeah. notice us. Mm-hmm. Um. We love you, Carl Urban. And uh, yeah, so, okay. Sophie. I'm going to go in when you're editing this and change all, all your references to Carl Urban to Keith Urban. I was so scared that I was going to and that I didn't even say it except for the one time when I didn't, even need to, right. I didn't even need to say anything. Of all the wild things we've said that you're most worried about <laughs> you accidentally yeah. saying that you like. Keith Urban. Uh, yeah, that's the scariest scenario. I, yeah. yeah, I did um I did put a little like kind of country twang on the on my verdict. Just kind of in honor of of Keith Urban. Of Keith Urban. But uh I did for a little while start spreading a rumor about myself <laughs> that I was doing a uh, an album with Keith Urban called <laughs> Flip-Flop Party. <laughs> but that's <laughs> When when was this? This was like probably 2016. Oh, I thought going <laughs> to say 20 years ago. Oh, no. Um, this is probably like 2015, 2016. 2016. Okay, um, yeah. yeah. That's when. Yeah. I don't know. Was that pre pre Nicole Kidman? No, I think it was either post, post or during. Okay. Yeah. I think hey. they're spicy. No, they're not. They're not. They're a very blonde. I, I love his hair. I think it looks good on him. I and I love like it. it. Too. Honestly. Yeah both the urbans look great in in wild (laughs) hairstyles it's beautiful hair these urbans have he's not done anything fucked up has he i don't think so no i think that's um that's uh gwen stefani's husband oh no he's like uh remember he was sexiest man of the year and there it was very controversial uh, Blake Shelton. I think Ugh. Blake Shelton we don't like. But I think Ke- Keith Urban's just been like, yeah, mate, I've just been trying to make my country music and. Make my little country tunes. To make my country tunes. Uh, yeah. Feather my hair. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Whereas Blake Shelton is like, I am a necromonger and I <laughs> want everyone to confer- convert. I'm quasi dead um <laughs> we're like dude country music has sold out it really yeah, has really, really so, has. like sold their yeah. souls out yeah what would hank williams say if he <laughs> could hear him be like the necromonger is the only way we must get to the underverse <laughs> i'm i'm glad that hank williams never saw huh, the chronicles of riddick <laughs> <laughs> i'm not I'm not. I think of the think of the Yodeling songs you would've I know, made. Seriously. Everyone <laughs> who died before the Chronicles of Riddick was made is in purgatory. I feel bad for them. Because <laughs> they're not gonna make it to the underverse. Because they didn't see it. Oh man. They, they are. They're all in purgatory. Uh. See that little dick ridic <laughs> He seems like he should die. I'm gonna to go to the universe. That dark star up in the sky. Beautiful. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Sophie... Uh, from <laughs> yeah. there um, and yours doesn't have to be Keith Urban related at all <laughs> what what verdict would you give this movie yeah so this movie was pretty wet but from like a grime and also costume. my version was wetter yes yes Un- unfortunately. Yeah, you your, didn't get, yeah. my, the theatrical cut was not that wet yeah. Um, but yeah the Chronicles of Riddick was as wet as the uh the benegesserit order from mm-hmm. dune taking a girl's trip <laughs> uh as they do that's what yeah. they call well, any they, business. So they're, the like, they're are like they're wrong. like they're like girl's trip um <laughs> and tricking doctors four through nine <laughs> doctor who into unionizing against themselves Listen, you're going to say, oh, but with how they do that, because with the regeneration, it's one doctor at a time. And yet every Christmas special, it's <laughs> they meet up with past versions of themselves. They never bang. It's never addressed. It's fine. Um, but you, I bet you could trick them into unionizing themselves. And then they would turn the TARDIS into a Christian science reading room <laughs> and run by Keith Urban. I just added that last bit in yeah. to get Keith. I don't know why. That's... I'm not going to explain that one. It just makes sense to me. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I would like to see what the Christian scientists do with the TARDIS. I do, too. They'd probably put a a giant globe you can walk inside of. In yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, all right. This episode is brought to you by... G'day, folks. I'm Keith Edmond. And I just want you to know that I am also carl urban in that every time that you say you like carl urban <laughs> it means you like my music uh we're both from the same part general part of the world uh and it, it is the co-host of this podcast better at doing new zealand accents than australian <laughs> accents absolutely but hey everyone uh surrender to the underverse and uh the you know, land down under the, the land down underverse <laughs> and happy Wednesday, day everybody